0: Welcome to the 4th Branch Program. Glad you can make it. I am MD. This program is dedicated exclusively for those with common sense, a spirit of patriotism and a determination for a more perfect union. Stay tuned as we begin the discussion of a very important, interesting and enlightening topic. Hope to hear from you soon. Happy listening. to the fourth branch program, the place for common sense. Today is Saturday, November 30th, 2019. I am MD. We do have a very special program today. We mentioned throughout the week that today we will give you a quick update on what's going on in the campaign trail. But at the same time, we will talk just a little bit about the state of affairs in the country. I take that if you watching this program, whether now or later in, uh, from our YouTube channel, watching one of uh, those uh, video on archive or this particular one, you had fantastic Uh, time at Thanksgiving you had a chance to well eat turkey and uh, as it is a tradition here in this country every Thanksgiving people across the country travel to be with family to celebrate this day that we call Thanksgiving although the very aspect of the day has changed quite a bit, but at least the spirit still stayed. that every year we thank God for a number of things. But it is also that very day when family members try to catch up on personal matters sometimes very heated conversation. And at times, more often than not, there would be conversation about, well, very sensitive issues such as politics, religion. With this uh, flux of the, the new generation of people with open mind, it is almost certain that across the table there would be quite a lot of really heated conversation. And even before that, we learned that sometimes the Thanksgiving celebration would end into family members not talking to one another. And of course, the parents would all usually try to you know, calm the water and try to reestablish the connection. But interestingly enough, that's usually the time, time of celebration, times of thanksgiving. That's the time you find that there will be a lot of discussion and argument. It so happened that I was involved in one of such a couple of days ago. It was interesting. And as it did not change much about the way that I've been observing, researching, and watching what's been going on in the country, but we'll take a tidbit of that and pepper our conversation today with that so we can kind of have a somewhat update as to how things are and whether there is any hope for anything to be any different in the near future. There are in this United States of America two major political parties, Democrats and Republicans. Of course, there are third parties. Those are small in terms of numbers, and in terms of everything else. So the two most recognized political parties, Democrats and Republicans. Now, I don't have to educate anyone in the country about what each one of those parties stand for the kind of uh, issues, the kind of uh, uh, policies, legislation that are of interest to each party. The Republican Party in general, everybody in the Republican Party have always claimed to have embraced Christian values, family values, moral values, patriotism, everything that one would expect a true patriot, a true American patriot would embrace, because those are obviously values that anyone can relate to, anyone can share. If you've been watching this program, however, you would already know, and I'm sure even as republican or as democrat you would have already come to the conclusion those are expression that the republican party likes people in the republican party like to use but they do not live any life that reflects any such values take any one of them today in particular It is without any doubt that anyone in the Republican party, any member of the Republican party would have a very difficult time trying to preach anyone about moral values or Christian values, although they claim to have that. So I met an acquaintance, which usually every year at Thanksgiving dinner we have family members we have friends of families and so on that come and share Thanksgiving with us and that was no different last time uh let me first thank you for making uh, this journey about this program a tad more bearable if you join us before, you watch this before, you actually contribute a great deal to helping advance the rationale, the logic, uh, at least to achieve the objective for this program, which is to perfect the union. And if you join us for the first time, we do welcome you once again. This venue, this program called the 4th French, is not associated with any political party. And we at the 4th French, we're not associated with any political party either. And we do not have any agenda, any political agenda that is. The ultimate objective we seek is to perfect the union. And we have come to the conclusion to do so, we have to remove the biggest Obstacle, ignorance. GFK said that the ignorance of one voter in a uh, in a country in a society would impair the security of us all. That's why we took upon ourselves in this forum to do something that's terribly difficult, but that's worth doing. It is to eradicate. Ignorance from our society. And because there is another side which is making all the effort in the world to introduce, to nurture, to spread ignorance, you can understand the difficulty we have to remove that very major obstacle for us to achieve anything in this United States of America. In the discussion that I had with one of uh, the individuals, a Republican, we were talking about what else, what's going on in the country today. And the line of argument was about what donald trump the current president of the united states has done to the fabric of our society has done to the rule of law has done to our constitution and if you have had any interaction with any republican i don't have to explain to you where they stand in, uh, in uh, whenever the discussion about Donald Trump comes comes forth I can sit down and have a conversation with someone and disagree about something because uh, discussion about anything in life that's what help us expand our knowledge, expand our horizon. So there is absolutely nothing wrong with people having discussion about a particular topic, about a particular policy, about a particular legislation. That's what makes the United States of America the United States of America. That's what makes this country the envy of the world. I do have a couple of uh, witnesses, at least when considered vis-a-vis other people that may be construed as witnesses, I see them as probably big assets, but not everybody would agree that's the case because of where they are in life, because of where the way of thinking. One such witness is I tend to have a disgust for ignorant and stupid people. And it comes across, it's almost impossible for me to hide that. If I'm talking to an, and by ignorant and stupid, uh, let me try to define that. I have a lot of patience when it comes to talk to people who I suspect may not have knowledge about a particular topic, whether it's a child, especially children, I know that they have to learn and I probably will exercise the greatest patience there is. Because I know at some point in my life, I was in that predicament where I had to learn what today I know. But when it comes to adults, especially those who claim to have knowledge, those who claim to have gone to school, those who claim to have gone to college, those who claim to have acquired a degree, I have very low tolerance for ignorance and stupidity. And as I mentioned, if I'm across from you having a discussion about something, we're not talking about disagreeing. And that's not the reason I label or refer to someone as stupid or ignorant, not because we're disagreeing about something. I mean, ignorant and stupid, meaning that you cannot make the difference between right and wrong, or you cannot accept when you're wrong to say you're wrong and accept and embrace what's right to me those are very ignorant and stupid people and i have very low tolerance for that i have also another witness which is i cannot stand liars and that come from my upbringing because my parents raise us and by us i have sibling raised us to accept the consequences of whatever we did instead of lying about it speak the truth the consequences there is a punishment if we do if we did something wrong but it's better to say what it what whatever that is instead of lying and then for our parents to we'll find out later that we lied to them the punishment will be harsher so we grew up in such an environment. And on top of that, my we every afternoon we used to all of us gather in a room where my father was the presiding priest, so to speak, preacher, evangelist, reading the Bible, singing and praying God. And we also learned that God also Cannot stand liars. So those are the two major weaknesses that I have that some people may see as weaknesses, as I mentioned, which I consider big asset. And the reason I sometimes go along with the idea that those are weaknesses is because I have a very difficult time hiding when someone lies to me. I will tell you that I don't buy that. I'm not going to, to pretend to accept it and then go behind your back and say, oh, this person is such a liar. I will tell you. Now, if you continue the conversation, I may simply not say anything any longer, not because I agree with whatever rationale you brought forth, but because I've already determined that you're not any individual whom I would want to continue to have a conversation with because all you do is lie. All you accept to take all you being ignorant and stupid because instead of accepting and embracing truth, you would rather go into a rampage of argument. Those type of people I avoid. So it should not surprise you if I tell you that growing up I had really a very limited number of people that I could call friends. I can count them in one hand, maybe in one finger depending on of course, the circumstance. So that gives you a sense as though when this conversation in this forum are not, are not meant to embrace Democrats or to embrace Republicans. It is meant to educate you to understand if something is bad, if something is wrong, it is not Noble, it is not a virtue to argue against the truth just because you belong to a political party. Because wrong is wrong. And as we're approaching the end of this year, you just celebrated Thanksgiving. Christmas is fast approaching. And very soon, we will be talking about 2020. And another tradition that we have in this country is at the end of the year or in the beginning of the the upcoming year people across the board always try to make what they call uh a vow well actually not a vow where they 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 come to the they they make the decision that for the new year they're gonna do x they're gonna do y one of such thing that we heard over and over throughout year throughout the years that a lot of people saying that they're gonna start exercising next year after they eat all the food that they can eat during the holidays and they say from that point forward they're gonna be on a diet they're gonna exercise so in this spirit I'm inviting you American citizen patriot to make the decision of embracing facts, of embracing the truth, of embracing patriotism. Because as you probably would know or should know by now, just because you were born an American doesn't make you a patriot. Just because you say you are a patriot doesn't make you a patriot. Just because you stand and put your hand on your chest during the national anthem doesn't make you a patriot. By now, you should already understand that because we explain all that right here in this venue. A patriot is an individual who would make sacrifice, sometimes sacrifice of his own or her own life in order to protect what's there, the constitution, the rule of law, or democracy. And you cannot do that by helping others or somebody else to destroy it. That's not patriotism. So if you're doing that, you should... At least come to the conclusion, at least acknowledge that you are not a patriot and you just go along with whatever cult you have embraced. But don't tell people, don't come, go into an argument and pretend to be patriot or pretend uh, that you love the country and at the same time you're helping somebody else destroying it. I remember one time having watched this program and what's stuck in my head, uh, it's not a show. It's actually, it's reenactment of crime committed. Uh, investigative, investigation discovery channel. ID for short. I remember watching a particular uh, program in which that woman was abused by her husband many, many times. Through many, many years. And at some point, it must have become overwhelming, unbearable. One can imagine whether it's physical abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, All that could be part of uh, what that woman was going through. Despite the outcome, it is one of such that I would very much encourage, especially Republican constituent, to take a lesson from that woman and do something that's worthwhile you calling yourself a christian or calling yourself a patriot in a few months ago i published an article titled why do republicans continue to pretend in that article you can find it on uh, the peoplebranch.org website i strongly encourage you to go to that website and take a look and pretty, it will be pretty enlightening. And the reason that I wrote and published that article is because after watching, observing, talking to, interviewing, uh, surveying Republicans, I realized that there there was, among all of those individuals, one thing in common. if you spend 5 minutes with any of of any republican you would come to the conclusion that they realize that the argument they're making wrong bad illogical but in order for them to continue in fact i have people just throw their hands because they could no longer argue with logic because who can that's what we call common sense, when you can no longer argue with logic, you're a damn liberal. And that's usually how you realize that you in front of an individual who is ignorant and stupid. Because, as I mentioned, it's okay that you believe a certain way, somebody else believe a different way. That's what makes society work, that we have different ways of thinking. But there is one thing that no one can argue with: the facts, the truth. This is a pen, whether you're a Democrat or Republican. Now trying to argue with me, this is not a pen, tell me you're ignorant and stupid. That's what I meant. not just because you' disagreeing with me, but because you're unable or unwilling to accept the truth or the facts. And there is absolutely no conversation that anyone can have with an individual who cannot come to the conclusion that when you're in in the presence of truth, you're in the presence of facts, the right, the correct thing to do is to embrace that. If indeed you have any sense, any logical, any common sense, so to speak. So to get back to that woman who was abused by her husband, one day she got enough. And that one day, after a decade of abuse, she mustered her strength. She must have been ready that day, waiting for that husband to come and abuse her some more and as soon as he tried he shot her uh, she shot him and uh, she immediately called 911 and she reported that my favorite part I love my husband but I killed him I shot him now it is a tragedy but tragedy didn't happen because nothing happened the tragedy happened because the man was abusing the wife and she just couldn't take it anymore then she got rid of him now it's never a good thing for anyone to take somebody else's life now people especially if you were talking to people who want to defend that man, those people would have said, well, she could have left the house. She she could have gone into hiding. Without, and if you notice, those type of, of argument broke forth into the conversation is a way to blame the person who has been victimized And when that person stood up and defended herself. And that's the kind of argument you'll find most often in the Republican circle. Which brought me back to this conversation I had with that gentleman at Thanksgiving. And I did mention to him at the end of the day, just to give you a sense, that I hope I never have... To cross path with you again. Remember, I mentioned there are. I have two major weaknesses. Is first, I cannot stand for people to be ignorant and stupid. I, 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 I just can't, and I hate for people to lie. I resent that, and I mentioned before, I'm in good company because God happened to hate liars too. So I take comfort in that fact. Now the conversation we were having had to do with, well, who else, Donald Trump. Now if you have any conversation with any Republican about Donald Trump, you would find out something very specific, very common. And that is matter that should disturb any logical individual, any American patriot. Today, I propose to do something in order for those who may not necessarily have found a way to have a conversation with whoever, whoever that individual happened to be, could be boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, fiancé, wife, spouse, or member of our family, whoever that happened to be, how do you have a conversation with an individual who seems to be completely oblivious of the, the stupidity, the kind of stupidity that comes out of their mouth in order to defend an individual, not even an individual that worth anything but an individual that actually impacting their lives in very big ways and in very negative big ways. How do you get to to help individuals like that come to the conclusion that, gee, I wish that I saw that a long time ago. Again, we're not talking about agreeing or disagreeing about something, which we presented here before. We'll just take a quick look at that before we jump right in into our conversation for today. Because my hope, that's my wish, that this year is getting to a close. That people in this United States of America, especially Republicans, Republicans, can have their eyes open, can embrace the truth and the facts, and can come to the conclusion, yes, it is time to adopt, to prioritize what they do, what they say, the kind of support they provide, which is, let's fight for the United States of America, not for a political party, not for an individual. And in order to do so, obviously, one has to come to the conclusion that, well, there is something that's not right about what's going on. the past two plus years, the country wakes up every day to confusion, to chaos, triggered caused generated by the very individual whose primary job is to prevent it in the first place. Hi, my name is Mike Duchenne, host of the fourth range program, The Place for Common Sense. FDR said that the liberty of a democracy is not safe if the people tolerated the growth of private power to a point where it becomes stronger than the democratic state itself. Ownership of government by an individual, by a group, or any controlling private power is fascism. FDR also warned us to beware of that small group of selfish men who would clip the wings of the American eagle in order to feather their own nest and to never underestimate a man who overestimates himself. We did also receive warning from other very famous politicians. George Washington, the first president of the United States, warned us to guard against the imposture of pretended patriotism. With this publication, we tackle the discussion on how the guardrails of our democracy are being removed, the rule of law trampled, the constitution shredded right under our eyes. Is it politics? Join me every day for our regular program aired at 10:30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, for a discussion on social political issues which impact our lives and those of future generations. See you then. A couple of uh, months ago, I published an article titled "What Do Republicans Stand For?" Hamilton said that if you don't stand for, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And the reason I published that article, again, is a way for me to tabulate and understand the the thinking process in the Republican circle. In the case of the woman that I mentioned that was abused by her husband for years, decade. Of course, it didn't happen overnight, but as that, by the way, that's a true story. It was just reenacted uh, for the TV program, Investigation ID, Investigation Discovery. And uh, it's kind of a way to capture how, what the various reasons that people kill. Sometimes they're just criminals, sometimes it's circumstances like this that get someone to commit a crime. <clears throat> but the part that I suggested earlier for Republicans, those who are patriot, those who are genuinely concerned about the future of the country, is the outcome that after being abused, many, many decades by a party, by a political party, it's probably, we can say in a sense that that woman had enough of the abuse and came to the conclusion that there is really absolutely nothing that I can do for that man for him to change. Because you can rest assured. The person. It's not every day. That what happened to her. Happened to her. It's every so often. She's put through this. This, this miserable life. And. Over time. It became clear. Of course it took a long time. Obviously. But it became clear to her. That. You know. That's not going to change. And if she did not kill that man, there is a pretty good chance she would be killed at some point. You may already heard me mention in this program here before that we have 100 years of data and that's where conversation with my fellow Republicans, that's where it becomes necessary, it becomes important when I'm having a conversation for you to know the facts and if not, to learn and, and seek for the facts in order to have a conversation with me. Because just because you have an opinion, you don't like something, you don't like hearing something, that doesn't make it any less true and if it is true, you have a problem with it. Then we cannot really have any uh, uh, constructive discussion because arguing with facts or the truth tell me that you're not interested in advancing the conversation, in advancing anything for the sake of the country. It is as simple as that. Now, if you let's take a, an example that most can relate to. If you are dating an individual, whether it's men or woman, it doesn't matter. If you are dating an individual and you get to a point where you're thinking about, let's just say, take it up a notch, make it more serious, engagement. Now, if you get into a conversation with that individual and you find out that you cannot agree on a set of facts, we're not talking about opinion here, we're talking about a set of facts. Let's take an example. Let's say, for instance, the woman says that I only want to have one child. And the man says that me, nothing less than three would do it for me. I know, it's, it's, we're talking about conversation piece here. But that's a conversation. The woman says, i only want one child the men say three children i don't want any less than three children days weeks months of conversation doesn't change anything the woman still stood her ground one child the men still want three children what do you think needs to happen in this predicament should they move forward with the engagement any logical individual would say that those people are not compatible, that relationship should end. Unless you're really pretty stupid, you move forward with it in hoping that after you get married, things are going to change. Well, but what if you decide to do that? What if you, let's take the case of the woman. What if the woman pretend that she wants three children just so that she can marry the man? But, Once the marriage happens, once everything is finalized, then she decides, she goes back to what she said earlier. One child, that's all. What do you think would happen to that marriage? Most likely, destroy. So there is no reason for anyone who comes Face to face with facts and argue against it and hoping that something better would come out of the argument that they're making in other words just because someone usually my fellow Republicans decide to argue against facts would not make their lives any better in fact would make them look more stupid as time goes by conversation to republican for many 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 years have always boiled down to one thing and in fact it's something that 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 brewing in the background on social media that republicans always take offense that democrats believe they're stupid and in fact that's been said there are studies that are made that says that republicans are less smart than democrats but there is refuting that doesn't change the fact because those are not words that someone because the person is a democrat happened to say it's decades of study two decades of study prove that indeed when it comes to life related matters republicans are less smart than democrats now we know why and refusing it arguing against it or simply shrug off doesn't make it any less true because when you pay close attention to why the, the two decades of study that 20 years two decades of study came to that conclusion then if you are a Republican then you can adjust because you're not born with this thing in your head that you have to be are uh, 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 ignorant, you have to be stupid. You just happen to be inclined more closely to conspiracy theories, to accept conspiracy theories. As of date, almost ninety percent of conspiracy theories are created, spread, nurtured, and propagated by Republican in the Republican circle. The question is, if. If you were to want to be logical, then the question is why? It's the, the, the answer is very simple. It's because it is more difficult to convince people who are Democrats and Democrat-leaning of some conspiracy theory. Yes, you'll find extreme people who would do that as well. That's why you don't hear it's 100% uh, Republican. And Democrats have this very short span of accepting a conspiracy theory that you say something that's outrageous. They may buy it for a New York minute, as we say here in in New York. But over time, which could be less than a week, they realize that that is pure stupidity. But ironically, in the Republican circle, conspiracy theories... Live on. As of date, there are still people in the Republican Party who uh, have the strong belief that Barack Obama was not an American-born citizen. I rest my case. Now, the numbers have gone down, don't get me wrong. During the time Obama was in the Oval Office, there were 53%. Republican registered Republican who believe that I rest my case and the reason that's the case is because and of course Republicans always upset about hearing that Democrat thinking of them as less smart and yet time and again it's proven that they are indeed less smart now how does that happen is a different story we talk about that a little bit here in this program time and again as to how so many republicans have come to be uh, have turned to become so ignorant so stupid i mentioned earlier it is difficult for me to hide those kind of things because I have this disgust for people who are ignorant, for people who are stupid. Not people who disagree with me. We're not talking about disagreement here. For instance, I always take the following as a very interesting example. Abortion. Homosexuality. We can have a disagreement on different aspects of those those arguments. That doesn't make one... Or the other less smart. This is a disagreement on something that you, your preferences. You may like or not like. You may not agree with a woman who has an abortion. Now, I'm not someone who is for abortion either. But I don't go around and bashing women who have abortion. I had that same conversation with an acquaintance during uh, the Thanksgiving. I hated conversation that can anyone imagine and I want you especially I'm not trying to convert anyone but it just to bring forth the, the this conversation because every time that there is a conversation about something preferences we're not talking about legislation we're not talking about policy we're talking about preferences because you, prefer not to have an abortion even if it meant for you to be miserable the rest of your life as a woman another woman may choose to have an abortion after thinking it through and would not want to put herself through the predicament of having to live with a child that she cannot love because every time she thinking of the reason that that child is, is in existence, she may hate that child. So she may have already made up her mind that instead of going through that process, to have an abortion. You, on the other hand, who may be against abortion, you may choose to have that child and live with it. That's fine. We can have the the, the agreement and disagreement about those kind of things. And that's not what I'm talking about when I'm when I refer to people who are stupid and ignorant what we're talking about is facts now before i move to another important aspect of the facts that i try to bring forth into this conversation today the conversation i was having with that individual was can you imagine the scenario for anyone who is against abortion, who would argue there is no circumstance under which they would say it's okay. I said, can anyone, can any logical individual really make the argument that women decide the method of contraceptive is abortion? In other words, let me put it in a different way. That woman has an abortion because she was pregnant and however that happened, she decided she doesn't want the child. Okay. Can you imagine the woman get pregnant again and decide, oh well, let me go and have another abortion. And imagine the woman get pregnant a third time and say, oh well, as if the way that it is discussed in the Republican circle is as if women decide this is the method of contraceptive that they're going to use so that they don't uh, uh, give birth to to a child. Now, can you imagine that scenario? The answer is no, because the thought process, the emotional, emotional uh, 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 roller coaster, a burden that the psychological burden that a woman has to carry to have an abortion and the time that it took that individual to go through that process you cannot possibly imagine a woman decide you know what that's exactly what i'm going to be doing now do they know that i don't know but i imagine that they probably can figure that out since i don't know for certain I'm not gonna make the argument that they know they happen to want to be the way they are, but it doesn't, it's not logical to me for anyone to believe that's the case. Now, is the best part of the conversation? It's a question that I asked you before, and I say and I'm asking myself the every time that I talk to someone who is or at least claim to be a Republican the following question We do believe that at least we can agree that the president of the United States should be a role model I don't know anybody can disagree with that statement. I haven't met anyone who would say, eh, I don't care, it could be a crook, a criminal, I would not mind. If we stay there at that point, no matter how much you dislike policies, legislation by other president, by previous president. One thing you can say with a high degree of certainty, most of those people behave in ways that you can use them as role model. They try to live with integrity, which, by the way, one of the most famous uh, president in the history of our country, Dwight Eisenhower, said that the supreme quality for leadership is unquestionably integrity. So I asked uh, the individual the question, would you use Donald Trump as a role model for your children or your grandchildren? That's a simple question. There is not too many ways of answering that question. Would you use Jesus as a role model for your children, your grandchildren? The answer is pretty simple, right? No one can. You don't have to write a dissertation. You don't have to write an essay to answer that question. And if you find yourself in a predicament where you cannot answer that question, you're already giving yourself answers to a lot of other questions. Because we came to the conclusion that the individual who sit in the Oval Office must have integrity. We've already come to that conclusion. We're not looking at Donald Trump. We're looking at the President of the United States, any President, Democrat or Republican. That individual has to have Integrity. That individual should be used as role model. And the question is simple. Would you, can you, use Donald Trump as a role model for your children or your grandchildren? The gentleman took... Almost 15 minutes to talk about everything but answering that question that requires less than a second. And even by the time it was done, he still did not answer that question. You can understand why I cannot stand stupid and ignorant people, can't you? If uh, you come to the conclusion, and many have, even today, people who work in the Trump administration. I'm not talking about past people. People who are in the past, you say, oh, those people, they didn't like Donald Trump. As Donald Trump referred to everyone that he has hired. Once those persons left the administration, he called them deep state. I'm talking about people currently serving in the Trump administration said categorically they would never in a million years use Donald Trump as a role model. The answer was pretty simple. It doesn't require an essay to answer that question. Now, once you answer the question, now you have to... And I understand why Republicans... Who today support Donald Trump, have the difficulty of answering that question. Why they have to go around the world writing an essay to answer that question is because they realize, because we're all born with this this, this innate uh, ability to understand when we're doing something wrong, when we're saying something wrong, we have this inner voice that says, in fact, that particular individual had help. His wife kept telling him, Do do not say yes. Do not say yes. And he still managed. And the reason is very simple. Everything that we do in life, we attach even whether it's it's deliberately or maybe subconsciously we attach priority to that you may not think about it in your day-to-day life but everything that you do you put priority to it now in business they of course teach us to pretty much tabulate those things so that you know exactly the step you're going to take in terms of priority in order to be to have a successful business but in your day-to-day life you don't every time you're gonna do something and start doing priority one priority two. but if it's something big a major thing you're gonna do with your family if you have family and if you just Got? if you just married you just have your spouse then you sit down and, and kind of figure out which has priority which do we do first but on your day-to-day life you prioritize things <laughs> and I say here before and let me repeat it again that Republicans in general do not value patriotism they say they are patriot they say they love the country but when it comes to prioritizing those things fall all the way to the bottom how do i how can i possibly know that Patriots put country first. That's what patriots do. They fight for the country first. No matter what it takes. If they have to get rid of an individual, if they have to leave a political party, they would because country comes first. They would protect what's dear: the constitution. That's what makes the United States of America the United States of America. And if anybody is shredding that, is trampling the rule of law, and if you are, were to prioritize your love for your country first, we already know what the behavior would be. So you don't have to tell people you're a patriot. Just like the Bible clearly said, Going around telling someone you're a Christian doesn't make you a Christian. If you live the life of a Christian, everybody can tell you you're a Christian. Jesus said himself that you would recognize a tree by its fruit, by the fruit it bears. You don't have to tell me you're an apple tree if you're bearing some other other fruit. So you don't have to go around saying you're a patriot, you're a Christian because if you are, it will come across. So Republicans have been claiming that they are things they are not. And I wrote extensively about that. Why do Republicans continue to pretend? Because to me, it's it's perfectly okay. I, I still would consider you... Well, I still would consider a Republican a moron to embrace someone who is not doing anything for their well-being, who is more interested in his in his own uh, is in his own dealing. I would still consider those who support that individual a moron. But at least you take a stand and say, yes, I am for that individual no matter what. But don't pretend to be a patriot. Don't pretend to be a Christian. Don't pretend to have moral values when, in fact, none of that you display in your life. How can you tell anyone you have moral values when you're defending an individual who has none? It's not logical. So you see, my fellow Republicans, the reason that usually Democrats come to the conclusion Is because Republicans have always claimed to be something but their life shows they're not any of the thing that they claim. That's the problem because you cannot want to be something and then live a life that shows you are just the opposite of what you claim and want people to buy it. As i mentioned my weaknesses are i cannot really I, I it's disgusting to me for someone to see clearly what is the truth the fact and then continue to wade to live in to embrace lies deception and that's the reason Republican elected official can count on manipulating Republican constituents. They can count on that. They don't have to do a lot. They just so so good at manipulating the Republican constituent because they very easily go for lies and deception. That's why Fox is a big network uh, uh, organization, broadcast organization, because for that very reason, they can lie, they can deceive, they can manipulate the viewers who are overwhelmingly Republican, and they continue to go for more, they continue to go for more. The reason a man would continue to lie to a woman is if that woman continues to accept the lies. There is no other way of explaining it. Yes, I've seen Republicans dancing around issue, trying to explain their behavior. And if you find yourself, my fellow Republican, if you find yourself dancing and not able to provide a, a clear straightforward answer to a question that's as simple as can you use Donald Trump as a role model for your children or your grandchildren and you cannot provide a straightforward answer, you already know you have problem. You already know what any other argument that you brought forth on behalf or to defend Donald Trump, you already know that you're lying to yourself. And I already gave you the challenge here in this program before. Ask any of your Republican legislators, congressmen, senators, any of them that are currently defending the actions of Donald Trump. Ask them, the Devin Nunez, the Jim Jordan, Mark Meadow, Lindsey Graham. Ask them, ask any of them, would you use Donald Trump as a role model for your children or your grandchildren? Ask any of them that question. And I guarantee you will not get a straight answer. Because so far, of all the Republicans that I've been talking to, I have yet to get a straight answer. And there is a reason for that. Most people, even those today who are not Christian, who are not living a life of Christian, if someone were to ask you, are you a Christian? You're gonna say, yes, I am. Although, for most people in the Republican circle, wouldn't say yes they are but they're not Christian as I already pointed out and prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that they embrace the label but they're not living the life of Christian so yes but the bottom line is you would answer pretty quickly yes I am a Christian if I said do you believe in God they would answer quickly yes I believe in God you don't you're not gonna stop and think about it and say you know I believe that there is a higher power. And then you start going and writing an essay before you answer the question. But so far, all of the Republicans that I talked to said one thing. Those who acknowledge a the problem, they say one thing. Not in a million years. Mick Mulvaney, the chief of staff for Donald Trump, is still there. He said that on camera. He would never in a million years raise his son and use Donald Trump as a role model. Now, ask yourself the question. Why would you not able to use the president of the United States? A very high post a very noble position, why would you not be able to do that? I don't think I need to answer that question, do I? Because it doesn't make any sense. For anyone in this country to have difficulty using the president of the United States as a role model for your children. I mean, really, I like to tell your children, your grandchildren, I would like you to emulate that guy he is the president of the United States. Why not? Why do you have that problem? Why such difficulty? If you... Have that difficulty, you already know the answer to the question I'm about to ask. Why would you continue to support an individual like that? How do you make sense of the notes? Talking points here, sound bites there, chaos, confusion, partisanship, lawmakers with no concern for our constitution, deception. Corruption running rampant in Washington? Is it all politics? Join me every day for our regular program air at 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter for a discussion on social political issues which impact our lives and those of future generations. See you then. Here's a quick update before we go. There are three, or there were, three uh, Republican candidates who vied for the office of the presidency in uh, 2020. Of course, you have Donald Trump as, as the incumbent president. You have Bill Walsh and John Walsh Ryder and Bill Well. Now, there, were also, there, there was also another person, Mark Sanford. He was former senator of the state of uh, South Carolina. He did uh, jump in, but he jumped out. He left because he sees no path to clinch the nomination for the Republican Party. There were already three debates in the Republican uh, circle, but nobody heard of it, and the reason is because while it was small, those debates were small, and on top of that, most the Republican party, the Republican chair, has already made it a de facto uh, uh, aspect of the party not to accept a challenge to the President of the United States, Donald Trump. There is nothing in the Constitution that provides any guidance as to whether a political party should or should not do that. But I would submit to you the following. If you have difficulty using Donald Trump as a role model for your children, your grandchildren. You would think that in a democratic system, your political party would provide the ability for constituent who may want a different choice other than the individual in the oval office to choose somebody else, at the very least to challenge him. What the Republican Party has done with that decision is depriving the constituent, Republican constituent, the opportunity to exercise their their constitutional rights, which is to vote for an individual they may want to represent them. Now, it is a standard... In this country that whoever is the incumbent would very rarely have challenger now there is always challenger they're usually irrelevant uh people people would not make a dent like it is today that a lot of people think that even if you were to have a primary that donald trump will continue to be the nominee for that party We don't know that because the Republican Party has made it impossible for anyone to find that out by preventing any primary in the Republican Party. Now, for those who support Donald Trump, they may like the idea. But they like the idea to the detriment of democracy in the country. Because when you have people whose voices have been silenced. And in this case, that's exactly what the Republican Party has done. They silence those who may want a different choice. Because what they're saying to those people, I don't care what you stand for. I don't care whether you want to vote for Donald Trump or not. You're not going to have the opportunity to choose somebody else. Which brings me to the conversation we were having earlier. If you are a patriot, not in name, a patriot, someone who cares about the future of the country, someone who wants the country to do better, those are the kind of things that you should stand against from your own party. Because when we're not talking about any reason for the Republican Party not to provide the ability for those who do not agree with Donald Trump, who, do, who hate what Donald Trump is doing, to exercise their right and vote for somebody else and choose somebody else. Instead, they completely wipe that out. If you are a patriot, you have to ask yourself why. And I mentioned in this program before, Republican elected officials, Republican legislators, the Republican leaders, they do not care an iota about the constituent. And this is not a statement, it's a statement of facts. We showed you in this program before that there are 100 years of data that prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that your Republican legislators, elected official, they do not care what you think. They do not care about anything that the constituent wants. They want to do whatever they want to do. They only come to you when they need your help, which means your vote. But the rest of the time, you do not matter. And yet, I met with Republicans that continue to have and make an argument on behalf of those legislators. The question is why? Why can million why why is it that millions of people millions of people can be so easily manipulated what what makes that happen because as i mentioned before if i'm having a conversation with you within five minutes of the conversation if you're lying to me, I'll tell you you're lying, I tell you I... We, we, we're not going to have conversation for long. Because I cannot stand people who lie. But most importantly, when you are presented with the truth, why would you argue against that? Now, I'm not talking about opinion here. Because anybody can have an opinion. If I say this pen is gray, now, the color that is, you can have someone making an argument that it's not completely gray, by looking at the head, the side, or by even looking at the color and say, well, it's kind of uh, a dark gray. So we can have discussion about different things. I'm not talking about that. But even if we're having a discussion, a disagreement, over different aspect of this pen which is that gray versus gray silver the top versus i know that but one thing would remain constant whether you're a democrat or a republican this is a pen now if we if you cannot come to that agreement with me then Discussing about the color or any aspect of it is irrelevant because we're not going to get anywhere. And that is, in a sense, why it is so difficult for the country to move forward because for reasons that beyond understanding, Republicans like to argue about the very basic aspect of the truth. If I say, for instance, That Donald Trump is a criminal. Now, you may not like the statement because you like the president. You hate the idea of, some, of someone calling the president a criminal. But there are two aspects that should give anyone with a logical mind pause. Aspect number one, whether that's true or not, Is irrelevant because I have the freedom of saying that which means if you are so gung-ho about preventing me from saying that it's like you trying to remove the most basic aspect of our Constitution which is freedom of speech but there is the second most important aspect of what I said it is true and I can prove it and I proved it here before today as of date, as we're talking, Donald Trump is a conspirator on a crime that one of the conspirators is sitting in jail for. In other words, Donald Trump is a criminal. So both statements of true are true. Now, you may not like it because you, well, support Donald Trump. You like Donald Trump. You don't care what anybody says. All that is fine. We're not arguing about that. But the statement that I make, you cannot say that those statements are untrue because they can be proven. You know what a co-conspirator is, right? The person who was conspiring with him to commit a crime is today, Michael Cohen, is today sitting in jail. Co-conspirator means the two of them did it. Not one, the two of them. And the only reason, as we know, already Donald Trump is not indicted is because DOJ has a rule, against indicting a sitting president. In other words, the statement that I just made, Donald Trump is a criminal, is true. Yes, you may not like it, as I mentioned, which is fine because it's your God-given right to not like necessarily the truth about Donald Trump. If I say Donald Trump is a liar, a serial, a professional liar, you may not like it, but it is the truth. As of date, Donald Trump has 13,900 and... almost 14,000 lies, an average of 290 lies a day. So yes, Donald Trump is a liar. You may not like hearing that, but the problem that I find that especially talking and dealing and conversing with my fellow republican they have a very difficult time accepting accepting the truth we're not talking about politics here yes all everything is politics but when you're having a conversation with someone in order to make your point you have to at least accept the truth that's being told if you cannot accept the truth then trying to have an argument about anything else matters no more And you already sense and that's a problem interestingly enough that Republicans in general have. Because if you start having that kind of conversation with an individual and you start piling facts after facts after facts after facts about the person that they say they support now it's going to come to a point where they also start feeling guilty of those same crimes. Because the question would be, why would you support someone who has committed a crime, who has so many bad things, and that person happened to be the president of the United States? So, you can start feeling the problem for any Republican to go along with those facts. Because if you in a courtroom and they say, did you wear that suit the day of the crime? Well, actually, I should say that differently because you may have pleaded not guilty to the crime. But let's call, let's say, 27th of November. You know, Thanksgiving. Yeah. They say, did you wear that, those clothes on the 27th of November? Yeah, the answer is yes, you did. Did you go to... 7-Eleven, the answer is yes. Did you drive that white Chevy? The answer is yes. You see where I'm going? As you're answering those questions and it starts becoming very clear to you that they're taking you to the scene of the crime, then you have to start pausing yourself and say, maybe I shouldn't answer this question or maybe I should say no to this question. And that's the problem Republicans have because as you're having a conversation with any fellow Republican and start piling those facts, they see where the conversation is going and they become defensive. Not because what you're saying is not true, it's because they realize by acknowledging and accepting those facts, they also condemning themselves. Because if you start showing the guy is a liar, is a criminal, is a crook, is a fraudster and all those have proof and you can give proof for all those. At the end of the day, the, the very question is going to be, why do you support that individual? And you're going to have a hard time answering that question because that means you're supporting a liar. You're supporting a criminal. You're supporting a crook. You're supporting a fraudster. Gosh, why? I thought you were a Christian. I thought you had family values. I thought you had moral values. See where I'm going? That's a big problem. How do you make sense of the noise? Talking points here, sound bites there, chaos, confusion, partisanship, lawmakers with no concern for our constitution, deception, corruption running rampant in Washington. Is it all politics join me every day for our regular program air at 10 30 a.m on youtube facebook twitter for a discussion on social political issues which impact our lives and those of future generations see you then in 1996 a small network by the name of fox news was launched with just 17 million viewers today with over 100 million people watching regularly fox has become the greatest threat to our democracy constantly bombarding the airwaves with false information distortion of facts and outright lies presented to its audience as news fox has created an army of blissful ignorance according to a survey 82 percent of fox viewers are ignorant of facts and the truth to keep millions of people in ignorance not only prevents democracy from flourishing but it also clears the path to authoritarianism to dictatorship martin luther king jr said nothing in all the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity let me finish by saying that democracy cannot survive in an environment where truth and facts do not matter at fox truth and facts do not matter indeed Democracy in America is in jeopardy. It is a crisis the country can no longer ignore. On Monday, I will present uh, here, in this program, an interesting parallel. I will provide to you, uh, that, in light of uh, the impeachment process that's going on, uh, which detail we talked a lot about here before, that Donald Trump is being impeached for soliciting a foreign government to interfere in our internal affairs and uh, prior to that immediately prior to that Donald Trump uh, a, a report about Donald Trump inviting a foreign government that then that was Russia now it is Ukraine inviting a foreign government government to interfere in the 2016 presidential election now it is in light of that on Monday I will provide to you kind of a brief synopsis of what I just said, but at the same time, I will show you the reason that from the onset that Donald Trump decided to run as a Republican, which I mentioned here before in this program, that Donald Trump would have never, ever tried to run for president under the Democrat Party because he would have not gone anywhere. And that's something that provable. Uh, Donald Trump is a street, street smart individual. He knows where he can make a difference in terms of who would accept the kind of person that he is. Now, you may not like hearing it, but I will show you on Monday, and I invite you to watch this program on Monday, during which I will give you dates and circumstances during which time Russia. So, you heard the, the the idea that Russia meddle in our internal affairs under Donald Trump? Well, I will give you all the different links between uh, uh, Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin, but at the same time, I will show you that Democrats, and that's what's interesting about this conversation for Monday, that Republicans always pause as the defenders of our nation. People would stand up to foreign government. But I will show you just the same way I just explained that Republicans have always claimed to have Christian values, family values, moral values, things that they like to say. But when it comes to living the life, you're not gonna find that. And I'm gonna show you exactly the same thing when it comes to national security. Republicans always claim to be the defenders of national security, the defenders of our country. That's something they say, and people, in fact, the whole country, believe that at some point. But when it comes to acting and defending the country, they know where to be found. And I'm going to show you just the opposite. It's true. Democrats don't take a bullhorn and tell you that they're defending the country. And yet, I'm going to show you that there is, it's light and day between Democrat and Republican. Republicans say, do nothing. Democrats don't even bother to say anything and yet doing exactly what elected officials supposed to do. And I'm going to give you dates, circumstances to show you that Russia did try to interfere in our internal affairs before. Not once, not twice, three times under Democrats. And all three times Democrat got rid of him the first time that they try under Republican what happened well I hope you have uh, a wonderful Thanksgiving and hopefully your weekend will continue to be better but I do encourage you to watch this program on Monday 10:30 a.m. During which time we will discuss those details with you and uh, provide you a sense as to do you want to continue to pretend or do you want to embrace something that not only you believe in but something that is dear to you which is protecting your democracy, defending the constitution and the rule of law. Once again, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Good day. That was an update through the prism of common sense. Join us again next week. I am MD, host of the fourth branch program, The Place for Common Sense. Send us comments, criticism, suggestion, or simply let us know how we're doing. Thank you for watching. Have a wonderful weekend. See you soon. 4th Branch Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the People Branch publication, which can be found on the People Branch website, located at peoplebranch.org. That's dot org. That's peoplebranch.org website in which you will find a number of very interesting articles my name is Mike Duchenne, MD for short I hope you have a great afternoon or a great evening whichever it happens to be hopefully you can join me again next time for another interesting episode of this podcast that was the fourth branch live from New York Good day!